Hello, and welcome to BIA's Leading Local Insights podcast, where we examine the trends, technologies, platform, and industry activities related to local media revenue. I'm Leila Chatty, Senior Media Analyst at BIA, and I'm here with my colleague, Rick Ducey, who is a Managing Director at BIA. Today, we're going to discuss a popular topic, OTT and CTV. We will examine the changing dynamics of the media ecosystem as their platforms grow, and we'll discuss advertisers' perceptions and their spending trends. First, a little bit about Rick's background. Rick leads BIA strategy consulting practice and serves as an advisor to an affiliated investment banking group, BIA Capital Strategies. Rick works with media, ad tech, and martech companies to see and evaluate the opportunities and strategies in the market to achieve corporate goals. He also helps marketers, including brands and agencies, with effective planning and use of digital media platforms. He also works on investment banking projects, assisting buy-side and sell-side clients. In the last several years, Rick has um, insisted that BA's analysis on over-the-top OTT and CTV uh, would innovate, grow, and add spend. This year in particular, Rick and our team noted a significant growth for OTT. Plus, BIA's U.S. ad forecast shows that OTT is the fastest growing platform for local advertising. And that's not just compared to digital buys, but across all media. Rick has been uh, in the middle of this analysis and was authored for uh, different BIA reports and for our clients. Um, In one paper, the local programmatic marketplace OTT and Digital Reach Extension Channels, which Madhive sponsored us to write, we examined the growing investments in OTT and CTV. To do this research, we had the opportunity to interview a select group of executives and hear from them on how they are using programmatic buying in OTT and CTV ecosystem and what verticals are buying this type of advertising. Now, that is what we want to share with you on this episode, a current perspective of OTT and CTV and important insights from the executives we spoke with. Now, let's get started. Hi, Rick. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Leila. Good to be with you. Always fun and interesting. Yes, I'm very excited to uh, talk about this topic since we did so much on it. Um, So let's start with the first question, just to make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, Could you give us a definition of what OTT and CTV is And how do we usually define that? Sure, of course. Yeah, and then, as you know, Leila, from from working on this project together, Mm -hmm. um, this probably is a necessary thing to cover. Um, Broadly speaking, the way BIA approaches this, and I think this is becoming industry consensus, um, over-the-top video, what we're talking about is um, in-stream video. So it's a um, typically premium content content. quote unquote full length, which typically means maybe 20 minutes. It's more like a TV viewing experience versus display video, which oftentimes is outstream. It, it uh, appears on a web page and you may see the, the video display ad running, but it's not an ad that comes in stream of a larger video experience. It'd be more like watching a TV program. So over the top is you're watching streaming video on any device. It could be a connected TV set, it could be a tablet, it could be a smartphone. 
CTV is a subset of that OTT device universe. It refers specifically to TV sets. Those could be smart TV sets, TV sets that have an operating system and an app stack on top of them, or um, any TV set that's connected to a media device that has that application software layer uh, to be able to connect to different streaming services and serve it to the TV set. So connected TV is really much of what we focus on. That's typically 90% plus of the viewing and 90% plus of the media buying and selling is on um, streaming video that gets served to a TV set. Thank you for clearing that out, Rick. I think a lot of the confusion comes from also the definition. Um, now, in the report we did for Madhive, we discussed how local TV and OTT have both operated in silos up to now with their own culture, workflow. However, this is a changing um, pace with innovations and automation, which has confirmed, um, which was confirmed by all the executives we spoke with during interviews. And in fact, we've heard a lot about programmatic and direct sales in this context. Can you discuss each of these um, trading um, paths and their breakout as many in the industry see now? Right, and it's, it's, it is an interesting dynamic. So this is um, an emerging front that, that has elements of change, um, mostly for the better. So starting first with local TV and OTT, uh, both on the buy side and sell side, cultures have emerged to be focused more on digital um, ad inventory or linear ad inventory, uh, as we're talking about it these days. So linear means your local TV station sellers uh, go out and meet with clients, uh, automotive clients, legal clients, financial clients, whatever the business vertical is, and say, hey, look, you know, we can help you achieve your business goals uh, if you advertise on our TV station. And there's a whole set of uh, data and workflow and business practices, relationships and expectations around that way of selling media. Uh, the OTT and CTV really grew up on a digital side of things where there's much more data-driven um, activation and accountability, uh, optimization of campaigns that can be guided by uh, artificial intelligence tools, the segmentation, the audience uh, development of segments and targeting those segments and activating the media really, really much more on the digital discipline that grew up out of display digital and search digital, and then eventually social um, digital. So different kinds of expertise, uh, different kinds of workflows. So we tended to have two silos, a digital silo where people were immersed in digital tool sets, digital terminology, digital workflow, and then the linear side or traditional TV in this case, where it was much more person and relationship driven. And it became a story of the grass is always greener. So the digital side works with things like social search display. And then they look at their TV colleagues or in some cases competitors and say, man, you've got that beautiful premium content. It's brand safe. It's high engagement. Um, you have a lot of audience reach. Man, I wish I had that. And then the linear sellers are saying and buyers are looking over at the digital side. You have all that data. You can define and activate audience segments. You can track performance. Man, I wish I had some of that. So the industry has been growing towards cross-platform. I would like to be able to have a normalized view and segmentation of my audience 
and then reach them both on digital platforms like CTV as well as linear platforms like TV, you need to have some kind of cross-platform currency and tool set to do that, some sort of platform. And that's where companies like Madhive and others uh, come into this. So the common currency is probably going to be impressions. That's you know where we're, where we're moving towards. And what does an impression look like on a connected TV buy versus a linear TV buy? You know, um, there are some differences, but that, that's kind of where it's coming together. <clears throat> so linear versus digital, still on a buy side and sell side, you have media selling and media buying teams that live in their original kind of culture of linear or digital. But increasingly, you're getting cross-trained and um, workflow cross platforms where you can say, I want to activate a video campaign. That video campaign will have linear elements and it will have digital elements. But at the end of the day, I want people to watch my ad on a TV set. That's where we're heading to. And that's a really good place to be, I think, because it leverages the strength of linear and digital, um, as well as the uh, ability to engage and track performance with those campaigns with audiences. That's a very good point that you make about cross-platform. I've been seeing that too. Um, now, it feels like the current marketplace still needs buyers and sellers to educate themselves in the space, like you mentioned, and make the best decisions on campaign management and activation. So based on what we heard, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges at the local level for advertisers and sellers at this point? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good place to think because and learn uh, everybody that they digital has a lot of technical knowledge and there are companies that have they don't they understand that so they have you know free training academies uh, here's what connected tv is here's how it works here's how you can buy it here's how you can sell it uh, so it's a new level of learning uh, and getting experience with how to buy and sell in digital generally and then specifically in ctv so that, that's something that both the buy side and sell side um, has been doing more of, uh, establishing new practices in those areas. Then as you bring it into local, um, you, a lot of the buying is through agencies, uh, and some of the buying is direct, you know, going right to the, to the hardware store, right to the bank, right to the insurance company, uh, right to the tier three auto dealer, and they're buying it. Uh, and it's, it can be complicated understanding all the different moving parts of the uh, CTV marketplace terms, concepts, it's more dashboards to use uh, if they're doing it themselves. If they work with an agency, the media agency will take care of all of that for them. A lot of that uh, planning, activation, um, optimization, and attribution reporting. But it's, it's um, a lot to learn. And it's I usually hear that on the linear side, it's there's it's becoming more technical actually uh, with the with the tools CRMs yield management and companies moving towards more unified sales platforms to go cross platform digital and linear video uh, but in the digital side there's just a ton more um, to to know about but uh, so recently I've been talking to digital people who know they need to get more into the linear inventory they say man that's really complicated over there which is sort of uh, startling to me because mostly I hear that linear people say digital is too complicated. So somewhere in the middle, we have to meet and converge um, what people are thinking about, learning about, and, and how they're talking and acting in a marketplace from both the linear and digital side. So I think buyers and sellers um, have an advantage if they learn more about how to be effective with both of these media uh, buying platforms and selling platforms, linear and digital. Rick, that's very interesting that you mentioned that both think um, it's confusing on their end, um, and it will be good to see 
when it will all really come together. Uh, so one more uh, question, which is uh, one that a lot of executives are wondering about. Um, what types of businesses are leaning into CTV more so and then programmatic buying? Can you share a little bit about what you usually hear about this? Sure. You know, I would say um, companies that migrate more into CTV are those that are more familiar with customer data. They're more used to making decisions with data. So they uh, maybe have first party data uh, and understand some different segments in, in their customer base. So say it's an insurance company uh, and they're selling different kinds of policies, uh, auto, life, home, and so on. They can look at their customer, their CRM, and start to say, well, I actually have three different campaigns I want to run. You know, one targeting homeowners, one telling, one targeting new auto buyers, uh, and, you know, one looking at life insurance. So that implies different age segments, uh, different uh, demographic segments in terms of household income, suburban, urban, things like that. Uh, and then they say, okay, those, I have three audience segments I want to activate. Uh, then they can go to um, programmatic TV and say, okay, let me just see what I can get. And they can uh, use a dashboard, uh, look at what media offers in terms of their customer segments with the best match. They find a good match. Um, they can set their campaign budget, set their audience goals, uh, set their impressions goals, maybe do frequency capping in some of the um, platforms, and then they're off and running. Or they can have an agency manage that for them. Uh, so companies that are used to dealing with data are very attracted to the data part of CTV and the automated workflow. And so more of that programmatic buying where it's just the buyer, you know, essentially self-serving through a platform interface can plan, activate, uh, optimize, and then get performance or attribution-based measures out of it. But still there's a, a lot of um, direct selling <clears throat> where media sellers will go to the end user, the, the client, and sell the media and, and process that all for them. And they may well use programmatic environments to process the sale. In fact, they probably will. Um, that's one sense of it. And another sense is uh, I'm buying impressions, um, but where do those impressions come from? That's a key distinction as well. So if you go to the programmatic marketplace and say, I want to target women 25 to 54 who are new car buyers uh, who are likely to be in market for insurance, uh, then you buy video impressions. You don't necessarily know where those impressions come from. They may get sourced from brand name networks. They may get sourced from kind of secondary networks. So a direct relationship between a publisher and the customer is something else that has a lot of value to it. So whereas some of the buying is programmatic, it's all on a platform, you're just buying impressions. Uh, if, you, if you buy specifically from say a leading broadcaster, then you know what the content is, you know what the brand is, it's brand safe. Um, you know that there's some compliance mechanisms in place. So if you're um, um, you know, a tier three auto dealer, a Ford ad doesn't appear next to a Toyota ad. So there's some kind of things like that. And if it's a political buy, there's other kind of compliance things that come into it. So there's that's why it's evolving, you know, a mix between programmatic buying, which has excellent data utilization capabilities and efficiencies and direct buying where uh, I want to have a relationship directly with the publisher, make sure I'm buying that publisher's inventory, pros and cons to each. And it's great that the market has a choice to offer. Thank you, Rick. These are really great insights. Um, and it was a great overview of some of the most asked questions on this topic. From my perspective, OTT is becoming a must-have when running cross-platform video campaigns. 
mainly due to its pros, which is data-driven targeting, like you mentioned, attribution, and campaign optimization. And as you explained, Rick, OTT viewing is increasing at a really high rate, and BIA is tracking it as one of the fastest-growing platforms. And I think today we started to unpack a little bit more about the opportunities on programmatic buying. It's such an important element to leverage campaigns and drive revenue goals, and, and increasingly they're working together. And as we go into um, 2023, I'll certainly keep an eye on the key verticals on OTT, which in what we track would be automotive, general services, healthcare, retail, and restaurants. And it'll be interesting to see how those will evolve in time, especially given the current economics and inflation. So for our listeners, um, there's a lot more in the BIA and Madhouse sponsored white paper that we could cover today. We are, if you are a BIA Advantage subscriber, I encourage you to log in and download the report. You'll find it in the reports and webinars area. If you're not a BIA Advantage client, you can also access this report for free on our shopping cart. You can go to shop.bia.com and look in the free reports area. And if you want more on our forecast for OTT, Rick and Nicole Ovedia, our VP of Forecasting and Analysis, did a podcast recently covering our OTT local advertising forecast. So if you've missed it, it's on our library and you can check it out. And today we just covered the tip of programmatic buying. We're planning more episodes on this topic soon. So to everyone and for our listeners, we look forward to you joining us again very soon. Have a nice day.